Hey MedTalkers, welcome back to MedTalks, where everything biotechnical rocks. I'm your co-host, Sabinov. And I'm your co-host, Satya. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about virtual reality and its applications in medicine. Let's check it out. Alright, so to begin the episode, we need to talk about what virtual reality is in the first place. So Satya, could you... Yeah, help the viewers understand what virtual reality is. Yeah, sure, of course. So virtual reality is basically this way for you to immerse yourself in a digital world. Uh, essentially, you put on this headset of some sort. If you've seen a brand called Oculus, they make these VR headsets. Basically, you put it over your head and you are sort of, quote unquote, transported to a different world that's digital. And within that world, you can basically do whatever you want, as long as the program you're running allows for it so let's say let's talk about medicine right for example with virtual reality you can sort of go into a digital hospital or a digital surgeon room and sort of practice your surgery there or pretend like you're in a real scenario and sort of practice your medical procedures in that digital world so mm-hmm. what you're doing in there doesn't affect the real world but you're still getting some sort of practice so yeah so yeah so it can be sort of used as like the playground section in like common gaming apps where to practice your skills. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of just a way for you to practice your skills without actually affecting the real world. Got it. Got it. But isn't it weird to think about virtual reality in medicine? Like how is it applicable and how how do you think it can be like processed in the modern era? Yeah, exactly. And that's a good question. Right? Whenever we think about virtual reality, we usually associate it with video games or mm-hmm. some sort of new technology that comes out. But it's not really as relevant in the field of medicine until nowadays because yeah. it can be used in medicine to allow doctors or surgeons to practice their surgeries or their medical procedures beforehand, before actually testing it on like a real person or mm-hmm. something like that. So... Essentially, like, let's take a a neurosurgeon, for example, right? They might be able to go into a virtual reality world, and then they might Mm -hmm. be able to practice maybe, uh, let's say, a surgery, like, maybe maybe there's a tumor in the brain or something, and they can practice, and it's a benign tumor, right? And they can practice Mm -hmm. sort of a tumor removal procedure within that digital world without actually having to use someone's actual brain or without having to actually affect someone in the real world yeah so yeah that's how it can be sort of applied in medicine it's really interesting to think about because essentially a doctor or any medical practitioner can sort of just practice and learn from their mistakes and essentially find a way to become quote-unquote perfect at their craft and basically decrease and effectively eliminate any patient it real life patient cases where something goes wrong or there's a big emergency so it could be really effective in my opinion yeah exactly it's it's sort of a way to minimize error without having to face the real world consequences Mm -hmm. also while you're talking i was thinking about how you said that virtual reality takes you to a different world world where you don't have to think about where you are right now you can just like immerse yourself and right imagine yourself being there and essentially could this also help with 
certain trauma cases or like mental health cases where patients are having a tough time to come to terms with themselves and like come to terms with their situation can virtual reality in your opinion do you think it can be used as a effective form to diminish pain and like increase someone's emotional stability yeah actually there's two sides to this in my opinion so first like you said diminishing pain if there is a sick person or someone who has a mental disorder or something that might not be able to you know be treated as fast as some other ones they might be able to go into a virtual reality world and sort of escape from the sickness they have in the real world it's sort of Mm -hmm. a way to distance themselves from the reality and live a free quote-unquote life in a digital world and the second side to this is actually for doctors who are trying to understand the patient's point of view let's say um, a patient has dementia or something and as a doctor maybe you've never you know you've never faced dementia you don't really know how it feels for someone who has dementia maybe you could go into a virtual reality world and pretend like you are someone who is facing the symptoms of someone who has dementia and you Uh could see how it feels for that person to have dementia and thus increasing empathy and maybe telling a doctor or giving them more information on what it feels like for the patient so they could better tailor treatments towards that disease or something like that. That's so cool. Like, it's essentially like you're being in their shoes and experiencing their situation firsthand. Yeah, exactly. It's like just transporting yourself into, like you said, someone else's shoes, living life from their point of view. And I think it's just fantastic. I think that can help a lot because sometimes patients don't uh, understand how to express their situation like their symptoms or perhaps their condition and that's not the patient's fault at all it's just their situation is very complicated and if a doctor can effectively replicate that in a virtual reality world and understand how the patient is feeling then i think it will be a very efficient and effective tool to treat patients with all sorts of diseases Right, exactly. I mean, a lot of medicine is communication and information, right? The patient has to communicate with the doctor to tell them how they feel or what symptoms they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And also the diagnoses the doctors do give them information on what the patient is actually feeling. So to Mm -hmm. be able to improve both of them in one go, it might improve medicine and medical procedures overall. Yeah, indeed. Also, I was just, while we were talking, I was just fascinated by how technology like virtual reality like a couple years ago i could only imagine virtual reality in like video games and like some cool game modes but now exactly. that's coming to medicine like wh- what are your thoughts about this like i am like super hyped about all this new technology coming in yeah i think it's really cool i mean it just shows us that technology can really be applied anywhere and i mm-hmm. think it's it's really cool because we can see the versatility of technology at play here right yeah virtual reality you know, like you said, we can really only imagine it in video games a couple of years ago. Now it's coming yeah. to medicine. It's coming to maybe driving simulations, right? To have, help improve mm-hmm. self-driving cars, things like that. And so I think talking about that actually brings up a really important question. How practical is virtual reality in medicine specifically, but also generally? And how scalable do you think it could be? I mean, when we were talking about practicality, I've adopted a new way to think about this issue. I want to think about it from two edge cases, like the two extremes first. So 
the most practical situation, as we already talked about, is when doctors are starting to learn about their training, surgeries, or certain procedures. And another super practical usage is when patients are experiencing certain conditions or certain diseases that are not enabling them to experience or enjoy life to its fullest, like perhaps a mental health disease, cancer right. for children, or whatever that's disturbing them. Virtual reality can take them to a different world and immerse themselves, as we already said earlier. Like for example, let's say there's a child with a certain type of cancer and they're in the hospital. Imagine how disappointed and like the child would be for thinking about their situation every day in the hospital bed laying there. Like it would be pretty disappointing for the child, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if you can if we can find a way to like diminish that pain, emotional, physical, all types of pain through virtual reality. I I'm not saying that virtual reality is perfect. I'm just saying that it it has the potential to do this. Like some days like the child can go through a different world and experience that, play a game there perhaps. And imagine how much happier he or she would be. Exactly. While it's also emotional yeah. wellness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's I think those two scenarios are like the perfect cases for virtual reality, but there's also those cases where it's not that practical. For example, some patients may not like or cannot properly uh, be facilitated in a virtual reality setting. For example, some patients are sensitive to, are photosensitive, meaning that certain light or certain quick movements near their eyes make them disoriented cause nausea vertigo like a bunch of like uh like symptoms not symptoms but like after effects to virtual reality and we have to take into account what and how patients will react to certain procedures so i think that's a negative to virtual reality at this stage and plus how is the technology at for virtual reality like as we said can virtual reality effectively show doctors how patients are feeling can it show doctors how to do a procedure properly can it emulate the real world like there's a lot of progress to me to be made and i'm not saying it won't happen i'm just saying that there there's a lot of gaps to be filled and it's not at the right stage to be cheap and effective for everyone and i think it's probably a lot more expensive now than it should be exactly that's that's a really great point you bring up i mean we have to see the whole story right both sides yeah. to the coin. There's a lot of good, but there's also a lot of cons, right? It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, disorientation, nausea, vertigo. A lot of these things are side effects that could happen. And mm-hmm. where is it at right now? That's also a good question you bring up, right? I mean, yeah. there's certainly a lot of good. There's certainly a lot of bad that could come with it. And it has the potential, but maybe right now it's not up to par with the real scenario. For example, like that neurosurgeon example we brought up earlier, Maybe mm-hmm. that neurosurgeon in the virtual reality world won't experience the same pressure they might experience in a real scenario. And so maybe yeah. that's something they miss out on during a virtual practice scenario. So mm-hmm. like you said, again, both sides of the story, definitely some goods, some bads, but it definitely has the potential to improve and definitely am hyped to see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not saying, at least for me, I'm not saying that virtual reality is any way, shape or form bad or hurting people like it's just certain side effects that could potentially hamper if individuals exactly. pro- medical progress it i don't see any clear 
medical negatives. Like, it's not going to hurt the patient too much. It's not going to, like... Yeah, there's uh, no, like, real yeah. real harm, I guess you could say. Yeah, Just real some side harm. effects that could mm-hmm. hinder uh, yeah. someone's experience. Mm-hmm. And and there's obviously an economic hindrance. Like, it's too expensive, but hopefully with technology advancing and innovations happening, the cost to produce this type of machinery and, like, in advancements will go down and hopefully more people can re- receive this type of cool and fascinating treatment exactly yes definitely um yeah i think that's all i had for today i'm super excited to see where the research goes uh do you have anything else to add no i don't have anything else to add satya okay cool all right thanks avinav this was i think a great episode definitely a shorter one i think we like the shorter style hopefully you guys enjoy the shorter style too might be able to you know we might be able to make more episodes with the shorter style and get a lot more information to you guys so again i hope you all enjoyed this episode And we hope you stay tuned for the next one and see you next time, MedTalkers.